Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Blake CNFT. This is the channel and the podcast that's dedicated to educating and informing you guys on what's going on in Cardano and Cardano NFTs. I try to put projects in front of you that I think deserve your attention, and you decide if they deserve your ADA. episode 9999 folks we are one week away from triple digits episode 100 uh we've got a good one for you we got jelly token launch we've got some tweets and, and different things from the cardano summit that we should talk about and some things about midnight which uh has lots of controversy and interesting um just different pieces around it and i'd love to discuss that with you tonight as well as the top 10 CNFTs from the week. Does it sound a little bit quiet to you right now? I don't know why it sounds quieter on my side. I keep most of my settings the same uh, for this very reason, but for some reason it feels, seems a little bit quiet. Also my chair, my chair is like slowly falling here. Look at that, there we go. Now I'm taller. There we go, perfect. Okay, sorry about that. Um, Crawfish, crypto hands, good to see you in here as always. Some of the some of the faithful are in here hanging out. Um, appreciate all of you guys for hanging out in this uh, in this market. Um, yeah, let's go ahead and just jump right in. One thing to note is Open CNFT is having some trouble, at least for what it looks like on my end. Uh, we've got some blank boxes here uh, that are not great, and then it looks like the volume. Is showing like 200k for jelly cubes on seven day, but when I go over to JPEG store and I'm looking at the seven day, uh, I'm showing almost 500k ADA. I think this is probably the correct analytics. So that might have been the issue last week because we did see really, really low volume. Uh, maybe the uh, maybe it was starting to show some problems because like total volume zero, so something is broken on the OpenSea NFT side. Um, I do really enjoy using this platform, but uh, this time it is out. In the early days, if you guys remember, throwback to some of the earlier episodes of Blake CNFT, uh, Open CNFT was a relatively new website. And sometimes when I would go live, it's probably happened a handful of times, the site would just be down and I would just have to... <laughs> and there, were, there, were, there really weren't any other options. There was one site called... Actually, is it still up? It was called C... I think it was called CNFT Analytics com uh, CNFT analytics it's probably not even a site anymore the the user interface and the user experience was pretty rough uh but if anybody remembers cnft analytics uh yeah it was an interesting place anyways so we're going to be going going ahead and using jpeg store uh tonight jelly cubes not surprising uh with the number one spot this week we'll be we'll be jumping into that Earth node always gets a few trades, so they're sitting at number two. Toolheads with 240,000 ADA of volume. Book IO 173. Got TAS, uh, Goofy Gophers, Hungry Cow, uh, Book IO, Dirtbirds, Clay Nation, uh, rounding out the top ten. So that is pretty pretty good pretty good lineup. Uh, jumping into number one, we've got Jelly Cubes. 
Um, and the jelly token is now live. I I don't know why I I think I might have reset my tab. So I hope okay, there we go. Now we're good. Sorry about that. But uh Jasper, good to see you, man. Um so Jason's pretty excited. Clearly, uh, it's been a long it's a been a long road for him with the launch of this fractionalized utility token, the FUT. And we had Jason on the show a few weeks ago. I do need to still upload that as it, as an individual video. All I need to do is make the thumbnail for that. So that should hopefully be coming out soon. It'll be a little dated at this point, but hey, why not? Why not still release it? And the jelly token is live. You can now chunk your jelly cubes. There was some uh, price action in the last two or three days right before the launch. There's lots of interesting things that happen with this specific token because it is so closely tied to the NFT. So I highly recommend that you watch and pay attention to this right here. So they talk about the jelly tokenomics here on this. You can you can read the Medium article here. And if you are in the Block Investment Group Disc, well, if you're not in there, if you don't have that as a server, you should definitely just join that no matter what. They do have some non-member items in there. Um, which I believe, I think I did this as well. You can access this video explanation in there. It's an unlisted video from Jason and he breaks down a little bit more, especially in these early hours of the fractionalized utility token. And they have, because they are releasing 100% of the circulating supply instantly and to avoid there being incredible volatility, they have, um, they've added some additional fees and things to deter some people who are doing some quick trades, quick chunking into the token to then quick sell and and you know do some do some different swing trading things like that. So if if you are interested in doing some of that, uh, or if you have your own bot or whatever, um, and you want to try to do some of that profit stuff, you probably want to pay attention to that video. I don't know if it's going to be completely accurate. This was from a couple of days ago. Maybe it's different now. And now that it's live in real time. You can probably you can just check your fees and different things before you make that transaction. But I, from what I understand, on um, the it, within the first twenty four hours, I believe the uh, the fee will be like twenty percent. That's right, twenty percent to deter some of these day traders. Jelly's not on MintSwap yet. Okay, well we'll just use Capitals then. So we have Jelly Token, and and you know, kudos to him, right? This is a relatively, you know, this is this is the craziest. Like, sorry, but I'm trying to find my words here. This is the most stable chart I've seen on a launch. Normally, you see something way up here, and everybody, you know, gets the token, and then they absolutely plummet the price. Uh, basically, look at any other token launch that's ever happened. Um, yes, the LP fee is 1.5 percent, but I think that there was something about having a 20% in there to deter people. I could be, he might've changed his mind or it might've already been gone at this point. But if you watch his unlisted video, he does talk about that. Um, so I'm not, I know I'm not crazy. Uh, so anyways, again, so just, just, just be paying attention to that. I, I don't know exactly what the fees are going to be at this moment, but you know, there, it peaked out at around 0. 0.66 uh, jelly to ADA. And now we're at about 0.54. I do think, this is just my opinion, who really knows, but I do think that we will see a little bit more action to the downside. 
I think that just with any other project and any other token, any other NFT in this entire space, unless Jason has some other um, catalyst item that's he's about to he's about to announce very quickly, I do expect to see it was twenty percent for two hours. Okay, that's that that's what I was that's what I was thinking then. Um, anyways, but I thought maybe it was a day, but it's only two hours. Um, this is just how things naturally go. Um, there's, there's, you know, the old adage of, you know, buy the rumor, sell the news. The token is now live. Uh, so we are now in, in, in the life cycle of this excitement for jelly cubes. We are kind of on the tail end of this cycle for or this catalyst event. And again, unless he announces something quickly after this, I expect to see, um, the jelly token alongside the nft right because they're going to be pretty much evenly aligned because there could be if there is a discrepancy in the token price versus the nft then there's some arbitrage there to uh sell your jelly and and then and then rechunk a jelly cube or vice versa however as, as as we've seen in some of the charts like if we go into jelly cubes since this announcement uh, the the floor has done like a two or three x in anticipation for this uh, to actually happen. Um, so floor price, you know, floor price was 1300 October 2nd. Uh, and you know, you see floor price here at 6,000. Uh, so that's, that's, that's four or five X at that point. So I do expect with this now being launched and congratulates to them. Uh, I'm not, I'm not underestimating Jason. I'm not underestimating Jason at all. Don't hear me when I say that. I'm just saying this is how every product, like Clay Nation, Space Buds, T the Ape Society, this is how they all, this is how it all happens. Um, uh, unless he has something else in the, in the back, which is, which is why I even say he might, he probably has something else coming up. I'm just saying if, if there's not an announcement coming soon, I could see that this price goes down. Um, is anyone chunking their jelly? I have not heard of anybody chunking their jelly but i'm i'm guessing they have because that's the only way you're going to get jelly token other than just buying yes he probably does have stuff coming i'm, I'm talking about how close they are together because people get bored and they move on to something else so unless you unless he has an announcement within the next week my my guess is that this price goes down we'll see we'll see next wednesday on episode 100 um that's just how it naturally goes um uh, Danny girl says latest jelly announcement is holders of 2,500 jelly token gain full access to the discord until the 25th holders of 500 jelly gain access to big chat until the 25th. Okay. Got it. That makes sense. Thank you, Danny. Cool. Cool. So that's jelly token. Tokenomics are there. Uh, you can watch this video here. We have the white paper uh, in there as well. So there's a lot in the description of this video. You can see a lot of that, the release details, which has already happened. But if you want more, 100% um, of all jelly fees in the first months will, will be burned. That's pretty crazy as well. Yeah, lots of lots of good things. All right, moving on. And again, congrats, congrats, 
congrats to Jason on that huge milestone. Nobody that's that's unheard of in the space. So well done. The Earth node. I did. I, I'm going to move a little bit faster here. Earth node. I don't know of any updates. Let's see. Bitcoinist recognizes them as one of the top five cryptocurrencies to keep an eye on. Oh, this is actually interesting. Let's read about air nodes together, folks. Have you guys seen this? As we approach the opening of our air node sales platform whitelist, it's the perfect time for a deep dive into air nodes and explore the role they play in our solution. Okay. Air nodes are the backbone of the World Mobile Network, a decentralized and inclusive network that aims to connect the unconnected people. Uh, meaningful coverage worldwide. These devices are designed to be easy to deploy and maintain. They can be attached to any existing infrastructure, such as trees, poles, or buildings. Air nodes are the access layer of the World Mobile Network. They provide the last mile connectivity for the voice, text, and data services used by World Mobile customers. Cool. Air nodes aren't owned by World Mobile. They're owned by their operators who earn rewards for connecting their communities. Anyone in a region where, where World Mobile is licensed to operate can buy an air node share their connectivity to the network and earn by providing internet access to users. Okay, cool. Air nodes are the key to building a more connected and inclusive world. They are a key component of the world mobile vision to connect the unconnected and bank the unbanked. Very nice. I like that a lot. Is the United States a, uh, what is, what was the word that they used? In a, in a region where World Mobile is licensed to operate. I'm going to go ahead and guess they are licensed to operate in the United States, but that would be, I'd be interested in trying that. Just, uh, I have, I have very large, I have very tall trees in my yard. I don't know how, how I would get up there. I probably, I'd probably pay somebody to get up there, but uh, I've got some huge pine trees or, you know, other, other kind of trees as well. So I could just pop an air note up there and, uh, and gives it provides some, sell service to some neighbors that would be uh that would be a cool thing to do anyways so that's a uh, the little air node 101 update on world mobile very cool that's right near the top of their account um so you can check that out the next one is tool heads tool heads staking season one november 9th at 8 p.m utc They are licensed in the U.S., starting out in Utah and rural areas of the surrounding states. Okay, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and like. There's not a, probably a huge reason for them to be licensed in an area that has lots of cell service, but I was like, well, I mean, if I could contribute, I, I would do something. Um, rumor is there's a World Mobile Token Binance listing. Interesting. Check out MAV100 WMT partnership in the US. Hmm. Cool. So there's a little, uh, little lore as well for this uh, Toolheads staking. Only at Toolheads IO. That's, cool, that's a cool design. I like that. Vault owners will be delivering their vault pitches to you. 
learn how to stake your tool heads. This is tomorrow at five o'clock if you want to check that out. Let's see. 13 hours ago, tool tokenomics. I wonder if we've seen this, this before. Important factors, team gets 0%. Tool heads get 85% of the tokenomics, liquidity pool 10%, marketing 5%. <coughs> okay. Even the marketing is directed toward the community. That's right, it's literally all yours. Staking begins on Thursday, which is what was just announced ahead. So there you go, that's the big news from CNFT tools and the tool heads. Prepare. Book.io was also uh, up there as well. I don't think I have a tab for, I don't have their Twitter. They do have some open positions. So uh, they, if you're looking for a job, <laughs> what do we got? Front end engineer, back end engineer, lots of engineers. If you're an engineer, go work at Book.io. Book that'd, that'd be a cool job. Let's see. I'm going to check their Twitter real fast. Their Gutenberg Bibles are doing very well. They are up to 1350 when they were like 700. Actually, I almost pulled the trigger at like five or 600, maybe two or three, probably less than that. Let's see. October. Yeah, it was early October. Yeah, 499, October 5th. Ah, I missed that jump. What was the top of this one? 3,100. Yeah, I missed that one. Now we're up back up to 1,350. Congrats to them. 27% unique wallets. 1.21% listed. That's pretty good. That's the best design, actually, in my opinion. So that's, that'd be a good one to snag. Uh, maybe without the outline. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, Book.io. Triple minting tomorrow. The Brothers Karamazov. Dostoyevsky. Multi-chain. Interesting. Details in the thread. Ethereum Mint, November 9th. Price point zero two ETH. Hundred seventy-nine ADA with Gutenberg Bible. So if yeah, so I think we were talking about this last uh last week. What's the what's the difference between just buying book token and buying the Gutenberg Bible? If you're gonna be minting a lot of their books, the Bible is the better choice because you're you get it's, it's it's such a heavy, heavily discounted. So that's cool. Future of Web3 is fire. Mark Cuban knows it. Yeah. Cool. What was that? Large sale alert. Cold fusion. Sold for 299 ADA. All right. I think that's the big news about book. They got their new Brothers Karamazov Mint tomorrow. Has anybody read Brothers Karamazov? I've heard good things, but I haven't read it myself. I heard it's a very interesting book. Yeah, and then also the monthly airdrop. That's right. 
Sammy knows. Sammy knows. He's a real one. Uh, Ape Society is number five. I'm still, we're still waiting on Renaissance Part Two. They got voting for their council, but I, you know, this uh, this Renaissance Part Two has been pretty quiet, pretty quiet on the on that front. But on the other front, Levy is continuing to do very well. Uh, Congo, he's a he's a fighter. He's not gonna. He's just going to keep poking the bear. And that's part of what I like about him. And then another part that's a little bit like, okay, give it a break, you know? <laughs> uh, Congo. So the main lending protocols on Cardano are LenFi, which I believe is by AADA, or however you say it, LQ, Liquid Finance, and then Levy Finance. So LenFi did almost 100K of uh, total ADA paid out in interest. Right, this isn't volume. This isn't total volume. This is just the interest. And then uh, Liquid Finance eighty two point six Levy did two hundred and eighty seven thousand ADA of total interest paid. Congrats to all Levy enjoyers. More interest paid out than the number two and three lending protocols combined. So um, that's very cool. Uh, Actually, I need to read this thread. I, I really enjoy. I'm going to bookmark this because I want to read it later. I really enjoy listening to other people's strategies. I personally have really enjoyed Levy Finance. Um, I actually just today went and looked at Liquid Finance and LenFi because I saw this tweet. And I got to say, like someone was bashing the um, user interface, like the interface of Levy for like saying it's like not good design. I think it's perfect. I, I Well, I'm sure there's things to improve. I think I think it's really I think it's really great. It's very simple. It's not complicated. Um I, I think there's I, I think it's simple in its layout, but there are some complicated or maybe more advanced things than just like I click buy on an NFT. You have to understand learn uh lending versus borrowing. You have to understand the different APYs and you know, if you're borrowing the percentage of interest. You know what's the what's the terms? What's the loan to value ratio? Which is all stuff that I want to be able to cover in a video about Levy. Um, anyways, but I also enjoy w- listening to other threads about what people are doing on the platform because I think you know I think it's really great. So I, I I'm very interested. Levy is like one of my really big plays right now because I have the largest amount of liquidity in ADA that I've ever had before, and I'm very happy about that. And so I'm instead of necessarily pushing it all back into nfts which i don't think is a bad play necessarily because i do think that next bull run whatever that is right it could be three months six months 12 months 18 months away so we don't really know when that is but instead of it being instead of your ada being locked into the purchase of an nft it's better to try to continue to snowball and use that money in terms of lending and and doing all that kind of stuff at least in my opinion if you if you truly understand it you know do your do your own research all that kind of stuff but you can really snowball your your stack a lot better um, than just buying an NFT. Let's say I'm not buying NFTs. I just bought a space bud this week. So um, anyways, I, I've just really enjoyed Levy. It's all, all that to say. There is a more, <clears throat> there's a bigger breakdown as well on fr- from Levy in terms of the October stats. So they'd had a, they had the biggest month ever, up 65% in terms of total volume, up 38%. In total value locked, 
up 76% in total interest paid. Total active users is up 67%. That's good for both the borrowers and the lenders. Competition is good. Uh, society stake distribution, 30.6. Um, so, and then if you're in the Coda Wolf district of the Ape Society, they paid out 45,680 to those 288 cabins. And then it's based off of, I believe it's based off of the size of the cabin is, um, and maybe even location to the landmark. Is it location and size or is it just location from the landmark? I'd be interested to know that. I, I guess I don't know the real, the full answer on that, but it does play into, it's not just like evenly distributed across every single cabin in that, in that district from what I understand. I don't like the design on any of the lending pro platforms. It, I'm, yeah, like, like I said, I think there are things to improve, but when you just when you land on the page and it just says land and borrow and you can just jump right in, I think that's really helpful. But everybody has their own opinion. So very, very great numbers to see for Levy. I'm curious when they'll see kind of a plateau. I, obviously, they're growing very rapidly there. I've seen I've seen several tweets of people trying Levy for the first time. Again, don't just jump into it because everybody else is doing it. You really need to understand what you're doing. But I think once you get past that initial, it, it's similar to anything else, right? We, we, um, you know, the first time that you bought, uh, the first time you linked your bank account to Coinbase or Binance or wherever you bought your first stack of ADA, the first time you withdrew your ADA into a wallet, the first time you made a wallet. The first time you delegated your stake to a stake pool, the first time you bought an NFT, right? These are all learning experiences that you had to get through. Now you're at a certain point. And I think, at least for me in my crypto journey, this then layer of, okay, you have a good stack of ADA, you understand how NFTs work, you understand a little bit, a little bit how DeFi works, you understand how smart contracts work to a certain degree. And now you're going to take some of that knowledge and then try to work it into, okay, I can sit and get my 5% annually, you know, rewards from just delegating to a stake pool, which is great, right? We all love that four and a half percent return every year. But what if I told you that you could make that amount of money in a month and be able to do that through levy? I think most people, and, and, and to not, and, and for it to be relatively passive, right? Because you essentially could take two 14 day loans on specific NFTs, and then you could pretty much make that 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 five percent, but make it in a month instead of make it in twelve months. So I think it's very interesting, and I, and I love if you're smart about it. I love that idea. I have had one loan default, but my loan to value ratio was pretty low, so I did take a little bit of a hit on it. I'll be honest. Um, instead of gaining interest earned. I ended up when I sold the NFT, I lost, I think about 40 or 50 ADA. But when I take it across the 13 or 15 other loans that I've done that have all been successfully, you know, sent back it, it, with interest paid, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely been more ADA, more interest received than, um, and I've been in Cardano for coming up on three years. And within the last month, or I guess probably two months combined is probably a safer answer. Within the last two months, I've made more in levy loan interest than I have in three years of staking rewards. Um, so take that for what it's worth. I do have a bigger bag than I did when I just started. So that's also probably a factor to play into it. But again, it, this is just all to say, 
if you haven't really given a close look, depending on whichever platform you want to use, right? If you want to use Liquid, if you want to use LendFi, it doesn't really matter. I think it's more just about the education of how smart contract lending and borrowing works. That's going to be a big piece in this DeFi ecosystem as we run as we move into this bull market. I think it's something that everybody in this space right now needs to learn about. That, that's probably the that's probably the blanket statement, and then you can try to get more comfortable and and work from there. Uh, anyways, Asun, good to see you in here. Um, Oside says Dostoyevsky is a tough read. Crime and Punishment is the only one I've got through. I've also heard good things about that one too. Okay, Goofy Gophers, Goofy Gophers. Let's let's do some tab cleanup here. They did do their burrowing. That was that was the big talking point last week, which is essentially their word for staking. And the community responded very well. 66% of gophers, this was from November 2nd, right? So this was um, probably increased, uh, burrowed in the first 24 hours. These accounts will gain 80 reputation. So here's a little dashboard look. I'm wondering if this is a publicly available uh, real-time analytics place to look at 80 plus percent now says crawfish is that do you have the link to the site it, to this dashboard could i see this in real time or is this on their end it's not like public facing i'm gonna check their i doubt it's gonna be in this white paper Burrowing. Where did you see the 80% number? Was that in their Discord? Anyways. So yeah, burrowing is going well. And it seems like the community is, is on board. And, and it seems like the if you can get 66% adoption in the first 24 hours, it seems like that's a pretty smooth experience. So they're pretty happy about that. Very nice. The Hungry Cows. They always just come out of nowhere. The hungry cows. This is part of the muesli swap utility. And they just kind of come out of nowhere every, every so often. 18, 18 NFT sweep. That probably helps a lot. 27 sweep. Was it the same address? 6F? Oh my word. This person swept an insane amount. So yeah. EH6F swept 27 and then he swept 18. Okay. So that that'll that'll move that'll move the floor. So he was buying them for 138 and the floor now is already back to 54. Hey. Or was he sweeping they probably had like a higher uh utility bonus. Boost factor. They probably had a higher boost fa factor. Yeah. But yeah, Hungry Cows, they got somebody excited. They got this guy excited. Let's pull this guy's wallet up. Oh, he's already moved them all. This is the wallet that purchased the cows, and now they are not there anymore. 
Okay. Maybe he bought mine. Yeah, that'd be nice. Yeah, he he definitely swept a higher he swept the higher floor. There's no way people listed. Yeah, he could be. Could be farming JPEG experience. Let's see. I was gonna look at the Crawford said it was in their Discord. Ah, here it is. From Goofy Gophers. October October profitability. Uh so Burrowing went live one week ago. 80% of gophers are burrowing. Incredible level of engagement. We've also had over 500k ADA secondary volume in the last 30 days. That's 2x month increase. Mining results. As, as most have all seen, the crypto market has started to pick up this month. Our net mining profit for October was $31,164. This is over a 50% increase of what we've been seeing the last few months. Yeah, the markets were doing very well, so that would that would really help the miners. And of course, our net holdings have appreciated as well. This is an excellent example of how quickly the crypto mining environment can change. This comes at a great time as we scale up with Kingdom Trust. Progress on trust miners is going well. Minor, minor move. <laughs> as an update on the Galva move, this is planned for the end of November and should only be around a day of downtime. Uh, ending of the compound phase. Yeah, as shared in the Kingdom Trust announcement, Pre-ordered nine more anti-antminer S21s for Bitcoin and prepaid three months electric on them. This is a decision to make use of the scale of the Kingdom Trust Miner order, but we did not feel comfortable allocating all of the funds from the compounding period without a holder vote. Goofy Gophers as an ecosystem will now be purchasing miners for Goofy Gophers, new Kingdom Trust clients, and existing trust clients. All right. Total profitability. Mined almost 25,000 ADA, or ADA, I always say ADA, 25,000, almost, almost a whole Bitcoin was mined last month. They do have a ton of miners, so wow. They mined an insane amount of Doge as well. Litecoin, Kadera, is that right, Kadera? Average profit per miner, Doge, wow. Mining profitability. Yeah. Cool. That's very interesting. Sorry to hear that, Sammy. You did not buy yours. Uh, Dirtbirds outposts. I don't believe there's anything new here. I was looking earlier. Ooh. Oh, one of those one of those ten of super super rare outposts was sold for fourteen thousand five hundred ADA. Wow, that's a big sale. Wow, fourteen five. What do we got on the floor for outposts right now? Outposts three thirty nine. 
Sideswipe, good to see you, man. So, again, I, look, I, I'm just I'm just telling you what I see. I'm just telling you what I see. I do not dislike dirt birds. I love dirt birds. I do not dislike jelly cubes. I love jelly cubes. But this is just how things work. Okay, um, this is this is just the reality. This is just my prediction. Okay, Outpost was a huge thing, and it's it's awesome. You know, dirt birds started. You know, the price went up on this announcement. Derp apes. You know, all the different collections of dirt birds, preds, everything. Okay, the mint goes super well. Lots of people buy. Lots of people sweep. You know, but it just happens. People start to get bored. People start to lose interest. And so we see just a slight drop in the floor price, the floor price of the Derp Outpost. We, we had a huge sale. There's a 14,000, you know, whatever sale. That's great. Good news. But just in terms of the overall um, hype train, we're starting to see a little bit of a trailing off on the Outpost. And all I'm saying is that I believe that we will see a similar outcome for Jelly Cubes. Unless Jason, which he's a very smart guy, he could have something right up his sleeve announcing within the next week. He could, he, could, he could always have that in his back pocket. But if he doesn't, I see a similar thing happening for Jelly Cubes and for the token. I, that's just, I don't want it to be that way. I would love to see Jelly Cubes run to a 10K floor. I just don't, I just don't know if that's going to happen. And I feel like it's my responsibility to not just um, to, 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 to give my honest opinion, regardless of how I feel personally about these founders. I think Dave's great. Jason's great. Both brilliant guys, incredible projects, you know, top, top quality. But from a trader, from, from, a, from a perspective of someone who might own one of these and, and is interested in potentially doing some swinging, some swing trading, uh, it might be a time to make some of those moves. Um, so, just to say. Clay Nation is number 10 of our, of our top 10. 82,000. You know, Clay Nation has been really quiet, honestly, other than this Clay Vox uh, upgrade. You know, they, they always have these fun little animations, you know, different, different shout-outs and stuff. Uh, they've, they've gone to see the Ledger team. They've gone to see the sandbox team in all these different places and physically. I'm sure they they definitely went to they've been going to a lot of the different um Cardano events. They went to Rare Evo, they went to CNFTCon, they went to Cardano Summit. So they're they're going around and they're doing all that, but um we haven't heard anything about what's going on under the hood in a while uh when it comes to the pitches and the metaverse. I was blown away when I was like, huh. I wonder how much the pitches are going for nowadays. 79 ADA floor. When these first came out, it was just like absolute bonkers. 32,000 of these plots, these pitches were on the market. And the floor was, I mean, I don't want to misspeak, but like the floor was in this like 400, 500 ADA floor for so long. 420. 359 and this was this is probably before this was probably not even catching because april 9th was when the pitches came out i don't believe that i think this was oh yeah sorry april 9th of 2022 right because then this goes all the way to april of this year correct so yeah this is probably catches it all the way at the beginning so 425 ada floor these were just absolutely insane for 
a crazy amount of time. And then they went down to the 200s, blah, blah. Then they had a little spike and they, they held kind of this 200 ADA floor. They had a little drop, but like they held this 200. And then around March, they've just like slowly dropped. So again, I don't know. Um, it's, it's interesting. Um, it's very interesting to see these pitches at the floor they are now because, again, I'm not accumulating at this point. I'm just saying if you truly believe in Clay and what they're doing with this metaverse, these could be some insane prices. And we could look back and be like, wow, pitches were at 79 ADA and you know, I didn't sweep you know, 10 or 20 or 30 of these, you know, but it, you know, the metaverse is just a difficult sell right now. Really, truly. Um, people have gotten really cynical about metaverses. I think the only metaverse on Cardano that has a relatively positive view is cornucopias. And I think that's mostly due to their transparency about it. I don't think clay. Well, I think it's pretty fair to say that clay has not been very transparent with how they've been, uh, how the metaverse has been progressing on their side. Um, that's just, that just seems to be their personal philosophy. Part of me understands that because when you start to show stuff, either people expect it to happen more often or they don't necessarily like the direction that you're going. So they might start fudding it, but yeah, it's just tough. Metaverses are tough right now. It's tough to know exactly what to think, but all I'm saying is that like these pitches could be worth a lot of money in the future. But again, it could also, you know, not play out as 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 people are hoping. It's it's a tough it's a tough thing, and I think that um, qu- all those questions and some of that uncertainty is what's causing that price to be at seventy nine. Cornucopia's greatest strength is their community engagement. Uh, I think that's definitely a very I. I think that's a very important piece. I'd probably say that's number two. I would say I would I would argue Clay Nation has really great community engagement as well. You see like tons of, you know, Clay PFPs. You see tons of Twitter, like maybe not tons of Twitter space, but like Clay's After Dark is very popular Twitter space. You've got lots of um, Clay threads. Post your Clay today, and you got like 150 you know replies on a Clay thread. You know, you've got all these crazy partnerships. You've got, you know, I, I feel like there's a lot of community engagement on the clay side, but you see the disparity. I guess there's not a huge disparity. Let's let's look. What are corner? What are the cheapest cornucopia? Thirty-two thousand NFTs for those. These this land sale is twenty-four thousand one sixty-two. So I, I, I guess, um, I guess these are even less. So yeah. So pitches are more saturate, more quantity, lower price. So yes, yeah, that's correlation is is fair. I don't know. 24162 Yeah, I don't know. It's just hard to know. It's really hard to know. Crawford says I don't think there are currently enough people in the space that would have enough ADA already to benefit enough from an alpha group with 10k ADA entry point to sustain that floor. I don't know, we'll see. I think the other interesting thing is I'm curious to see how um I'm curious to see how the jelly token plays into this because I think there are there were a lot of people that were interested to purchase a jelly cube, but they were priced out at the five thousand what a six thousand eight floor that it is now. But to at least for a short time uh, have the ability to buy five hundred jelly or you know twenty five hundred jelly as as Danny girl was saying earlier to get an experience with that ecosystem and to see if that's interesting to you. Yeah, I think that's a cool idea and just even to have 
if someone believes in Jason and the jelly cubes, but they don't have that 5,000 ADA to spend on a jelly cube, but they still believe in the project, they could still buy, you know, a thousand, 2,000, 3,000 jelly token and have that as like, okay, I have exposure to this project. And again, if jelly cubes do well, then naturally, then the token also does well because they're so closely tied. So, um, and again, if the jelly token gets a lot of uh, interest, then that that could actually push up the jelly token, uh, the jelly cube floor. I mean, I, I get those things switched all the time. Uh, they, yeah, they have, they have, they have the, literally the same name. Um, but yeah, the 10k floor would be, I mean, it's difficult to get clearly. No one has ever, uh, Ape Society did have that 10k floor for, I don't know, what was that about a month, maybe a little bit less. Um, no, it was longer than that. Oh, okay. Let's check, fact check. How long did Ape Society have a 10k floor? Who wants to guess? While it's loading, put, put your guesses in. I'm going to say a month. Uh, I want to say a month and a half. Floor price 10K, December 6. Uh, at, hey, that's about a month and a half. That's about a month and a half, 10.4. And they even had a little bit of a, of a rebound January 30th. So it depends on how you want to call it. But yeah, about a, about a month and a half to two months, they held a 10K floor, and then we saw the retracement down. So it's really hard to hold a 10K floor. now. It's easier to hold a 10K floor with 2,600 items than it is with 7,000. It also. Right. If you think jelly cubes will go up, um, the token is the easy. That, that's what I'm saying. So it'll be interesting to see the amount of jelly holders who want exposure to the project but don't have enough to actually buy a jelly cube. So that's, that's, I think that's a piece that some people are underestimating. Anyways, back to Clay Nation. I'm interested to see this metaverse. Um, The right. Uh, oh, I see. So you're saying, okay, Crawfish is saying the founders are doing great with community engagement, not the community is doing a great engagement amongst themselves. That's also true. The Kopi cafes are great. I love those updates. And I, I do think that Rob and Josh do a very good job with community engagement. Yeah. All right. Other important topics. We were on the show last week, my friend, Brian Loberg. Uh, we were looking at the, uh, the JPEG store listings and this lion was back on the floor for uh, 2000. And I put in an offer for 1900 and it got accepted. My guy, Brian, appreciate you, brother. So I now have a awesome lion with the beautiful wink. I wish, the only thing I wish, right? If I had one wish, um, I like the uncovered helmet. I would love to see more of the lion mane, you know, but it's a great floor. I mean, on the floor for a lion, there's only like 500 and some lions out of the 10 K. So very excited about this pickup. Um, yeah, so I, I'm, I'm excited about that. That's my second space, bud that I own. Um, and yeah, I might, I might add a few more. I might add a few more to the old space buds, but again, I think it's interesting for everybody in this in this bear, in this bear market, and then moving into the bull. Put your money 
where your mouth is and really talk up the projects that you believe in. Again, I, I've said it a lot. I believe in Space Buds. I think a lot of people will disagree with me and that's fine. Um, but I think histor- history and collectability has a very um, attractive uh, value proposition for some traders and collectors in this uh, NFT space. And I think that's going to be that demographic of people when they come into Cardano will be drawn to this collection. And uh, I'm betting on that with my ADA. So picked up another space, bud. Very happy with it. Um, MinSwap. Now, MinSwap dropped a really nice version two, uh, Cardano Summit Sneak Peek. Smoother and superior version of the DEX with advanced features and higher speed to cater to the growing space of Cardano DeFi. So uh, they also have a Min Wallet uh, that's going to be like a mobile app as well. Very cool. Uh, let's. I'm going to actually just leave it like this. Uh, five times faster. That's impressive. I think, yeah, MinSwap just is killing it. I think they do a really great job. And, you know, it's crazy to see the Min token really not take a bump after this as well. More order types. Features you'll love. MinSwap profiles. The profiles always make are always weird to me. Like, do you want to be anonymous or not? Like, why are we making profiles? That's just me. Uh, I don't want anybody to know it's me. <laughs> Dynamic fees, uh, swift, smooth, superior. Yeah. Anyways, so that's that's really cool, and I'm glad to see MinSwap taking a step further. They're already the market leader, and they're just taking this another step further. So that's great. And they're going to leverage Icon. I've only heard incredible things about Icon, and I believe Levy is on Icon. Was developed on Icon. Open source, double security audit. Version two isn't just an upgrade, upgrade. It's a leap into a brighter Cardano DeFi future. Love it. Um, they've got lots. Of, this is all in the, in the show notes if you want to see it in the description. Uh, the Min Wallet version two. I love it. I, I love MinSwap. I'm, I'm, in, I'm in big support of them. They also won Best Cardano DeFi Dex Platform Award which I think was very well-deserved. So shout out to uh, the MinSwap team uh, at, over in Dubai for the, uh, for the victory. And I think they definitely deserved it. Um, so just some, other, just some other tweets and stuff from the Cardano Summit. Obviously, I was not able to attend. I wish I could have attended. I've always been uh, curious to go to Dubai. I think that would be a really cool trip to go to. I don't know if I'd want to live there, but I, th- I think it'd be cool to see uh, in person. So a little, little shot from Patrick Tobler of the, of the uh, time there. If you didn't, if you didn't watch Charles's keynote, which, um, <laughs> looking at myself here, I have not watched it yet, but I, uh, have it bookmarked so I can check it out. But if you also missed it, like myself, it's in the description if you want to check it out. Um, so go ahead and listen to Charles's keynote from the Cardano summit. Uh, Hosky token wins the best NFT project at the Cardano Summit. Now, this one, you know, this one, this one's a little bit rough for me. Um, I, uh, it, 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 um, I, I, I I was, I thought of some things to say during the show and now it's just kind of coming up blank. I, I think it's a little bit insensitive in my opinion. I don't really, I don't really consider Hosky Token to be an NFT project. I know Crawfish, we were talking about it earlier, and you, you did give some 
there are some utility elements to the NFT. But I think when you when you think about the large majority of Cardano NFT people, Hosky does not even come up in the top 50. Like if I said list the top 50 Cardano NFT projects, I before before seeing this, right? Before seeing this, I guarantee you that 99% of you would not put Hosky token in the top 50. Um, you would you would say Dirtbirds, Space Buds, Clay Nation, uh, Mallard Order, Cornucopias, Virtua, Chains of War, you know, Jelly Cubes. Like, do you just you would just list all of those, and I guarantee you would not think Hosky. But you know, Hosky seems to be very popular. Uh, he seems to you know do very well on Twitter. He's got great marketing skills. You know, the Hosky token, on the other hand, I think that's great. I think it's a fun meme meme coin. Um, but to win best NFT project, the best, the most innovative, like the, 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 the project that we want to show the world, this is Cardano NFTs, right? People are going to be paying attention to Cardano summit, whether, you know, whether they agree with Cardano or not, I'm sure this will pop up on somebody's feed. Right. And best NFT project is going to go to a meme coin. I just don't know if that's great. I don't know if that's a good thing. And it bothers me, obviously. So, eh. Yeah. I think Hosky might have showed up to the most events that I've known about. Yes. Does So I guess my question to that is does showing up to events mean that you're the best NFT project? I think Hosky shows up as Hosky token. I don't think Hosky shows up as Hosky NFT. You, you can, you can um, please prove me wrong. Hosky doesn't even show up as himself. He shows up in his costume. I don't know. Does, does Hosky even talk? I have never heard him talk. Does he talk in person? I, I, the only thing I've seen, I, when he was at Cardano, when he was at um, CNFTCon 2022, he was like up on stage and he was doing like gestures. Um, but I, you know, I did any, have has anybody heard him talk. Um, I don't know. This is just one man's opinion. I, I just, I just don't know if Hosky token being the best NFT project of 2023 is, is right. Yeah. He, he, What are the metrics for a good NFT project? I think Hosky is su just something we can all relate to and know about. But yeah, for NFT project, not sure. I think that, I think that's what I'm. I think that's what I'm going for. I think Hosky is clearly well known. It's clearly popular. I think people clearly the jokes are funny, right? Going to zero. It's always going to be zero. Blah blah blah. blah. Like, I think that's great. It's a great marketing tactic, and it saves him when the SEC you know knocks on his door eventually if he's if he lives in America, uh, you know. But I, I also think that it kind of, um, it's kind of Cardano Foundation or whatever, uh, slapping any other Cardano NFT project that's actually like Cardano Crocs Club, for example, right? Asung, how much time, energy, and effort have you put in to making your NFT project the best it could possibly be? You know, Jason, Demo. Clay, Claymates team, um, 
There was another one uh, like Dave and Dirt Birds, right? Like I, there's there's several others that I can you know te- the Ape Society, right? So you know how much time is Hosky putting into his NFT project? Is 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 kind of how I'm how I'm putting how I'm putting it. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it's it's just uh, I just don't know if that's the right look, and I don't know if that's the right move. But anyways, there you go. Um, uh, there will be no downvoting in Cardano's Catalyst Fund Eleven. So there was a lot of controversy in Fund Ten. There were a lot of projects that that got incredibly massive downvotes from these very large wallets of like forty million ADA, thirty million ADA. And essentially, just like nuked the entire proposal because of a of a two or three downvotes, and so now uh, they are going to be looking to make that change. I think that's actually a pretty good solution. <coughs> I didn't bring my water up here. I'm sorry, my throat's going dry. I think that's a pretty good solution and pretty simple. I don't think that's comp- a comprehensive solution, but. I think it's a good solution nonetheless, where if you are a large whale and you don't like NFTs, uh, you don't necessarily have the full power to just absolutely slam somebody. Um, so that's very interesting. It's a very interesting I- idea, and I think that's the right direction. And I think we could see some NFT projects get better support, um, but yeah. And the last talking point that I wanted to share, I'm going to clean up some tabs here. Boom, boom, boom. So, Big Pay, I'm sure a lot of you guys know who he is on YouTube. He interviewed the CEO of Midnight. And Victor, who is another guy that um, is in the space, he essentially says that he watched the whole video. I also watched it today. Um, And it's... There's a lot of, and I'm interested to hear your guys' thoughts, whether you're in the chat live or you're watching and you want to type a comment. I'm not quite sure how I feel about Midnight at the current moment. So this this little line here. So as Victor watched this video, from what I understand, Midnight has no direct connection to Cardano. And the aim is to capture the market share of Cardano and other chains. Sorry, leverage ecosystems. Um, It's a standalone chain competing in the open market just like any other chain. Also, they're using, you know, Polkadot substrate, which I don't think, I think some people have really said that's like a bad thing. I think Cardano, well, if if Midnight is Cardano, right? Um, Which I don't, which it's not, but... Charles has always been very interoperable, so that doesn't surprise me that we would use something from Polkadot. But anyway, some other people have been a little bit more vocal about how they, how they don't like that. I don't think that's necessarily a deal breaker for me. But I think it is strange that we, you know, Charles, who's not necessarily in, in the daily grind and operation of Cardano as we know it right now, but I think being the initial visionary of the chain and the people, the, the reason why a lot of us are here and we're inspired to learn about cryptocurrency, inspired to 
spend a lot of our time, effort, and energy, and emotional and whatever financial um, resources here to then have him talk about midnight. You know, they've been working on it, I guess, for four or five years now. Um, <coughs> to just kind of feel like not really sure about where midnight stands. This seems like um, th- this is what sh- this is what concerns me. I-, I use the word concern in the title. I picked that very carefully. What concerns me is one of the ways that I re- that I enjoyed Charles talking about Cardano is he talked about Bitcoin and he was in Bitcoin and did you know educational content for Bitcoin way back when first generation blockchain right he co-founded ethereum second generation blockchain oh sorry bitcoin first generation had some problems he may he he helps co-found ethereum second generation blockchain oh that has problems too cardano third generation blockchain this is the future right and this is where you should be spending your time and like this is where you can grow and, and understand smart contracts and all that great stuff. <clears throat> to now, as we're nearing the, the maturity phase of Cardano with governance, there's now another piece called, uh, well, n- not another piece of Cardano, but just like another chain called Midnight that's going to be, and this is what the this is what the CEO said in the interview with Big Pay, fourth generation blockchain. So taking all of the lessons that we've learned from generation one, two, and three, and making a fourth generation blockchain with zero knowledge proofs and public and private sides of the chain and all that great stuff. So my question is. Are we just going to, do you guys see the logic here? So in three years, right? What's to say that we won't have a fifth generation blockchain? And thank goodness we have the fifth generation blockchain because we've learned so much from these previous four generations. Oh, and then three years from then, guess what? We've got a sixth generation blockchain coming right at you. It's got all the top bells and whistles. Like, is this just going to be like cars, right? The 20... 20 version of the Ford Mustang is is inferior to the 2024 version of the Ford Mustang in these little tweaks. Um, so that's the problem that I'm like, okay, so if we're just going to keep adding generations, like what, what's the, when are we going to actually be at the end? When do we actually... And I'm not. I'm. I'm just talking out loud. I'm not necessarily saying that like Charles has jumped ship and has abandoned Cardano, right? But it is interesting that like, like when wh- where is like the the groundwork, and then we build up from there. Um. Anyways, uh, Ace. I'm curious to hear your guys' thoughts. Um. The interview this post refers to as a good start to learning. Um, I share the sentiment. It seems to me that Midnight is a second project slash chain. While I get the reasons why they are launching it in that way, it seems like they are moving over to the next shiny thing. Exactly. Um, 
The iterative approach is necessary to improve blockchain tech, but it doesn't feel right to leave the prior generation in the dust. I see what you did there. A very nice pun. Very nice. When so many people are building on it. Right. And then like, oh, throw Cardano holders a bone and like give them a midnight, uh, a dust airdrop, right? I, I don't know. I don't know if that's... Cell phones went through a few iterations before the current model. Yes, I, I agree. But I think, and, and I, my, my car analogy probably isn't a great analogy either, but we're talking about, right? If, if, if we're talking about the same thing, we're talking about future financial system of the world. And, it's, and, 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 and they've been pretty clear, it seems like, that midnight is not involved. It's it's not connected to Cardano. I think it would be totally different if it was, hey, we are building midnight in Cardano because Cardano is the foundation that we've that we've started, and now midnight is going to help round out some of the areas that maybe. The first layer again. I, I I don't know exactly how it, the, the fact that they are talked about as totally separate. I think is the actual problem for me. The question you should be asking: tokenomics of dust. In theory, it could be indirectly extending the token supply. Oh, wow. So all, all, this, this is this is all that I'll say. I start to get into the mind of a Bitcoin maxi just a little bit, right? If we're just going to keep extending generations and we're just going to keep kicking the liquidity, like we're just going to keep cycling liquidity, like, oh, you know, Ethereum, then Cardano, oh, Polkadot, oh, fourth generation, oh, fifth generation. And we just keep like cycling through. Why don't we just take, why don't we just, why would we just go to Bitcoin then? Because nothing, whatever's the newest thing is going to be the best, but it's never going to have enough time to mature before the next thing comes out. So just stick with like long-term value and just stick with Bitcoin. Um, I don't know. It's the way that he talked about it in the interview is just like, oh, there are some, there are certain things that midnight can do that cardano can't do well what's to say that four years from now the way that we use blockchain and cryptocurrency is different than how we're expecting it to be used and then oh there's some things that this new chain can do that midnight can't because you're never going to be able to do all of the things that's that's part of the limitation of a blockchain you can't necessarily do everything which then yeah so it's a very interesting it's a very this midnight thing is very interesting um, Asung, this is exactly right. Th this is the fear, right? Give yourself a bag, sell a portion, make a new chain, <laughs> give yourself a bag. Uh, that that's the very cynical version, right? Very cynical. Now, I will say, and some people might not know this, it's not it's not proven, but from what I've heard, uh, Charles was given 
as a co-founder, 200 and something thousand ETH, right? Which would be worth, I mean, an astronomical amount at this point. Supposedly, right? He's, he has said on record that he uh, gave those tokens, all of them to his secretary. Uh, so he didn't, he never sold any Ethereum. He has he's mentioned about, he's mentioned selling Bitcoin. He's, he sold a lot of Bitcoin. I think he sold all of it. Um, I don't think there's ever been, has there ever been anything said, has he ever said that he sold Cardano? Um, which I, even if he did sell some, I, I'm not, I don't have a problem with that. Um, but it is a little bit, uh, interesting. Can't do everything unless it all becomes cross chain. Okay. Yeah. It's, it's just a lot to think about. It's a lot to think about. Um, <laughs> oh, Asog, you're killing me. Uh, yeah, I just think I, I just think it's interesting to think about. I, you know, more information will come out. I think that will be that that additional information will be very telling. I'm curious why they're not sharing more. Are they not sharing more because they're afraid of what we're going to say, or they don't have it all figured out yet, or uh, they just don't want to tell us yet? Um, I'm not sure which of those is the best <laughs> best answer, or like the best. Uh, reason but it is a little bit troubling I, I i will i will give my honest concern uh that that troubles me a little bit um yeah so that is the market update episode 99 in the books next week is episode 100 uh yeah pretty pretty wild stuff pretty crazy unbelievable thank you all so much for just hang with me um and just enjoying these shows and uh checking out the content if you have not subscribed yet would appreciate if you gave a subscription gave a like button let me know your thoughts on any of these uh jelly jelly token any any thoughts on cardano summit launch uh or the recap and uh and anything on midnight so yeah thank you all for hanging out tonight and um jump, jump into the discord would love to chat with you throughout the week and see you guys next week. Peace out.